friends, thank you for tuning in to Intermittent Philosophy, the podcast where we are going to talk about all of the hard things that people don't want to talk about. I am going to open up some doors that maybe you wanted to close in your thoughts or your feelings. My mission, the legacy that I want to leave behind is to get people thinking, to get people feeling authentic and feeling fulfilled with their life. So hang out with me, Sammy Joe, as we get into this episode of Intermittent Philosophy. Welcome back. Thank you for being here. On this episode of the podcast, I'm going to go in a little bit of a different direction than the majority of the podcast. So today, I want to share with you something that happened to me this summer that really got me thinking. It was kind of something that I knew wasn't right. I had to learn from it. I had to grow from it. And it's awesome that I could do those things so that I could record this episode for you guys today and just kind of share this with you. If you actually listened to my first episode of the podcast that explained why I created this podcast, one of the main reasons that this was such an important project to me is that there are a lot of things in our lives that we shy away from or that make us feel really, really bad or insecure, like something's wrong with us because we're not talking about these things. Everything that we have felt before, somebody else has felt it too. Sure, the situations might be different, the circumstances might be different, but the universal feelings, we've all felt them. So if we shy away from talking about them, we just continue to create spaces that allow people to feel lost or different, weird, unimportant, like something's wrong with them to feel that way and that is not what this is about. So when I had these feelings in the summer, after I learned from them and got to a good place from them, I knew I wanted to make a podcast about it because I understand that if I was feeling this way, if something was throwing me off and making me just oh, really not like the way I was feeling, I can guarantee that somebody else out there would have felt this too. So I just want to talk about it to start to get you to think, to create dialogue. Let's open up the lines of communication. So knowing my background, I am a worry connoisseur. I post about this all the time on social media, but I have a past history of being pretty much a professional worrier. (laughs) When I was little, I got really good at worrying myself sick. There was lots of physical ailments that I had, all stemming from the fact that I could worry, I could stress. And so in my adult life, worry and stress they were kind of like a security blanket to me because I understand what that felt like. It felt normal to me. It's what I like to refer to as a comfortable pain. Stress is not a fun feeling, right? To worry, to stress, to have anxiety. It's never fun for anyone, but I understood what that felt like to me and it was kind of like this low hum, this background noise that I almost needed in my life because it's been there for so long. If I didn't have that stress, it would be as though I didn't know who I was. I'm used to dealing with the stress, coping with the stress, moving on from the stress. It's there. It's my childhood friend. It's my imaginary friend. She's always there and it's all good. And the one day I was walking to my car, we were going to the gym And the weekend before, I knew that my eating wasn't the best, wasn't the worst. I was pretty neutral about it. And it got me thinking about my past tendencies 
where if I had a weekend like that, I come from a background of boxing, MMA, bodybuilding. It's all about aesthetics well, and sports performance too with the former. But I have been so obsessed with my body image for so long that if I previously had a weekend where my eating was off the rails, I didn't really move as much, I would be scrambling to get to the gym, I'd be stressed about the gym, I'd be thinking about all the cardio that I would have to do at the gym, all these things. But because I've been doing so much deep inner work for the past handful of years, that thought never even crossed my mind. And that freaked me the fuck out, right? All of a sudden, I feel good. I feel neutral. I'm okay. Like, I actually am good with how my body looks, how my body performs. I'm not in competition shape by any means. But mentally, I'm good. And all of a sudden, when I came to that realization, I started to wig out like okay all of a sudden subconsciously I need to search for something to stress about I need to search for something to worry about this is now it's not this is not how it's supposed to work what's wrong with you that you're not stressing and worrying you should be stressing and worrying right this is an internal dialogue that I'm having and yes I am a life coach I still have these thoughts sometimes it's my patterning it's my conditioning it's my habits and it was funny to me that the fact that I could just have no stress, that hum wasn't there, that that caused me to stress out. And in our society, we search for this so often. The reason being, once I figured this out, is that if we have a stress, if we have something that's nagging at us, if we're not successful with something, if we stumble with something, we can always fall back to the fact that, oh, I was stressed, I had this other thing on my mind, so I dropped the ball over here, but it's okay because I had this stress. Holding on to the stress is a safety blanket because it gives us a reason to play small. It gives us a reason to not step into fear. It allows us to be okay with failing in a way that's not moving us forward. Now, once again, if you've listened to all of my podcasts, you know I'm not a fan of the word fail because there is no fail if you can learn from something. But if I continue to play small, if I'm not learning from it, if I'm just kind of you know, scapegoating with stress and worry and anxiety. It's not really helping me. That is how I'm going to define a quote unquote fail until I was able to realize what was going on and move forward from there. So it is okay to not have stress. It is okay to not have worry. These things are not badges of honor that we need to be seeking out in our lives because yes, they can move us forward, but more often than not, they hold us back and when I had that feeling at first it it really threw me off for the rest of the day I'm not gonna lie but then I had to do some deeper thinking some real analytical soul searching which analytical and soul searching can go in the same sentence my friends but once I was able to do that it really helped calm me down that I've just been so wired for stress and worry. I've been so wired for scarcity, but it does not have to be that way. Also, a huge point in me sharing this story with you guys is to show you that while yes, I do have a lot of tools in my tool belt, I have been doing a lot of the deep inner work, sometimes it still pops up. The shadow self, the worry, the doubt, the stress, me disbelieving in myself, me getting weirded out that I wasn't stressing about something in a situation where traditionally I would stress, 
that's okay when these things pop up. It doesn't mean that the work that you've done is not successful and that you should just give up. No, it's just offering you another opportunity to continue with your work. Maybe do your work a little bit different. Maybe take some time to actually think, are you living in that moment or are you autopiloting? The fact that I could check in with myself to see that I wasn't stressing and to notice that that was kind of giving me a weird feeling, to me that's a massive win because it's a sign that I didn't just allow autopilot to let me stress and start to find those subconscious things that we can all pick out to stress about. Instead, I understood, okay, you know what, SJ? You need to take some time and figure out why this is making you uncomfortable. Don't just give in to the comfortable pain because that's not going to get you where you want to go. It's not going to serve you. So with this episode, I'm really curious to hear what is landing for you. Have you felt this way before? How have you dealt with it? I'm really curious as to if there were any moments of aha insight or appreciation because this whole episode was a huge moment of aha. It was a huge insight I had and it is a massive inspiration that has helped push me even further forward. So let me know your moments of aha insight and appreciation from this share on this episode today. I love hearing from you guys. Remember that you can always find me on social media, on Facebook or Instagram at Lifestyle Rising. You can also feel free, shoot me an email, talk to me directly. My email address is sj at lifestylerising.com. If you're ever curious to learn a little bit more about me and what it is that I do with my coaching, you can always head on over to my website www.lifestylerising.com and I hope you have a very insightful and impactful week. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Intermittent Philosophy. I'll be popping back with another episode soon, but in the meantime, please don't forget to keep thinking. Interrupt your everyday patterns Yes, our life is busy, but there are always moments where we can reflect, we can grow, and we can appreciate. Gratitude is one of the best driving forces for growth and appreciation. So try to add a little bit of philosophy intermittently into every day.